Welcome back to the Raptors show on Sportsnet. Joining us on the program is Raptors forward, center, just baller in general, Chris Boucher. Chris, you know, you're not the second longest tenure Raptor now on the team. No, I didn't even know that. Yeah, uh, yeah it's just Pascal longer than you. Oh, so only one year? Cool. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah. Definitely so, proud of it. Uh, I mean, you're, you're a veteran of the Raptors, but you're also a veteran of the Raptors show. You know, I feel like we've done so many pieces of content, podcasts together, your show, my show. So, you know, obviously today we're actually relaunching the show for the season. We're back on TV, back on air. So mm-hmm. I appreciate you taking the time, man. Yeah, no worries, man. Always. Um, a pleasure. Let's start with the summer, man. So how was your summer? You know, how was, uh, did you get away? What'd you do? No, it was good. I went to St. Lucia back home. Went okay. to see my family, extended family, um, people that I didn't see me since I was young. Um, you know, worked a lot on different stuff, knowing that I was uh, having a coaching staff change. Um, I felt like I wanted to work on a lot of different things, not knowing who was coming back. Um, but like I said, also did a lot of camps and all of that I usually do. So typical summer, definitely. Yeah. Um, and I enjoyed it a little bit, but the typical summer. Did you catch any of the Canada basketball? Because, you, you know, your boy Dylan. Yeah. You always defend Dylan because obviously you guys go way back. Obviously, yep. you guys played at Oregon together. Mm-hmm. You always defended Dylan, even yeah. last year when he was beefing with LeBron. Yeah. And I thought Dylan had such a great summer. So what was your yeah, perspective? I mean, I mean, it was to be expected. Like I said, I feel like Dylan is just somebody that is misunderstood. Um, his game kind of make people see him as a different person. Um, I know I'm inside out, so I really know who he is. Uh, I know the passion that he has for the love for the game and that was just good for it to see him, you know, actually do something for Canada and actually having some people that praise him instead of just downing him. So, um, and he signed a big contract. So, I mean, kudos to him for everything. Yeah. Uh, watching the watching the run, like, the part of you was like, yo, I should be out there too? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's a part of me that was like, you know what, man, we could have probably, you know, fight against a shooter or something if, you know, the full, we had the full team. So, I mean, obviously, when watching that, seeing what they did, and obviously they succeeded to bring us to the Olympics, I think it makes a lot of Canadians that uh, could have been in the, in the team or wanted to be in the team to play. Um, you know, for you guys like Andrew Wiggins and them guys too, um, right. are seeing the same thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. I'm, yeah. I'm sure next year everybody wants to go to the Olympics. I'm 100%. sure it's got you in that group too. Yep. Um, okay, I, I don't want to talk that much about last year, but I do want to ask three questions just about last year, and then we'll move on from that. Yeah. I think I'll probably just start here. Like, what were you guys expecting to happen last season? Because you guys put a lot of training, a lot of good work into it. Yeah. And then sort of like, what went wrong? You know what I mean? Um, I think there's a there's a point where like everybody kind of, there was a place of confusion between like, you know, the young guys and the old guys. I think it's just um, them not adjusting fast enough and us wanting it too fast. And then after that, it was more like uh, them, you know, actually flourishing and doing really good and us still being used to, you know, the typical different uh type that we raised we were raised like when I came here I mean you were if you're the 15 guy or the 14 guy you know you just gotta wait your time you know yeah. but now we're seeing guys that are like coming in the league right away doing an impact and all that I think that um definitely impacted a lot of stuff obviously you're not winning that makes everything a little bit worse I think um you know it wasn't as bad as everybody's seen but the, our game when we're showing the games it showed um a little version that um probably affected everybody on the team okay that's a good perspective, right? Because it's it's just human. Like there's so, there was that group with I would say you, Pascal, Fred, yeah. Norm, OG, Delon. I'm sure I'm missing some other yeah. guys. Where you guys were all drafted later, or even in some cases like you and Fred, yeah. not even drafted at all because yeah. of the climb up the whole ladder. There's like all these steps, yeah, right? Exactly. And you know the league. I think that's the league changing, not even so yeah. much the Raptors changing. You know 100%. the whole league is like that now. So. But also like. 
some of us just got to be more realistic. Like a guy like me, I can't say nothing when a guy like Scotty comes on the team. Yeah, and of it's course, just, of course. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I just got to be honest with, my, honest with myself. So um, I think that's something that is hard for certain players to admit that, um, you know, my, a young guy might come and obviously you might not get it all right now, but his potential is probably higher than you were or whatever. And then you just, you know, as a vet now, I understand a lot better how you want to, you know, cherish these guys and you want to be there for them. And, I mean, I, as a vet, what you want to do is go back at them and, you know, still show that you're, you know, capable of playing or better, but you still want them to, you know, if they're doing good, then you want to be there for them. And I think that's something that, um, you know, I end up, you know, figuring out with the time, but it wasn't always like that. Right. Um, okay, the second question I had was just in terms of, like, so I, last year I think it happened even more than previous years, but there's just a lot of public call-outs from the coach, yeah. you know, and I know you that happened to you a couple 100%. of times. Sometimes you maybe you deserve it, maybe you don't. But yeah. still, when when that happened to you, or when it happened to some of the rest of the guys on the team, like how did you guys sort of approach it? Like, um, I mean, me, I got used to it. I mean, I won't lie to you. Like, I I knew how many mistakes I was doing, all that. So okay. I, I mean, I kind of expected, you know, some criticism on my game and all. I mean, I I wasn't always a lot uh, agreeing with all of them, but like as a professional, I kind of knew my place. I think it's all different with other players. For example, I'm good with, you know, having a coach telling me what I have to do, whatever. Um, there's certain ways to say it, but, I'm, you know, I try with coaches to tell me what's wrong because I want to fix it. Um, some players are just, you know, they it's a breaking thing. You got to break that habit of right. thinking that you're always perfect. They always have people around them telling they're doing good. So when they have a coach for the first time, they're telling them or putting them on, you know, Twitter or whatever about something, uh, it might affect them differently. So um, I can't answer for everybody, but I know for me, definitely, um, you know, there's a certain way of communicating, and I think that um, every coach has different ways of doing it. Yeah, I appreciate your honesty on that because I yeah. think a lot of players wouldn't would just shy away from this kind of question. But I think it was interesting with Nick because even towards the end of the year, it's almost like he called himself out in a way because he yeah. was like, yeah, "I've been here like ten years, I got to reevaluate." Mm -hmm. And I was like, "I know us in the media when we thought heard that we we're like, okay, come on, what are you doing?'" Yeah. I, what was the reaction in the players? Because I'm sure you guys were probably taken by surprise. To be honest with you, um, during that time, we were just thinking about making the playoffs, so it was kind of mm -hmm. tough. Like we're in a situation where we're trying to be in the plan and make it. We didn't want to be in plan when we be playoffs, so. Um, I mean, I didn't see the interview until the end, so I, I, I can't even say that it affected the game or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, if I was front office or whatever, I think watching this, not knowing what my future was gonna be, if my coach says that, then you yeah. know some decision has to be made. So I, I, you know, I'm not in a position to talk for anybody, but I know that um, if it rubbed the fans a different way, I, you know, what do you think uh, it did with the front office and everybody else. No, that's fair. I feel like that's just one of those things where you, you don't say it in season, you say it at the end of the season. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, and then the third question was just, rotations are kind of short last year, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of young guys didn't really get minutes. When you were younger yeah. and you didn't get minutes, how mm -hmm. did that affect you? Because I'm sure a lot of the other players on the team were in that same boat last year. Well, me, what I what it made me realize that I wasn't good enough, um, that's how I took it. Okay. I and mean, I know there's two different ways of seeing it. It's either I'm too good and I should be playing and I don't understand what's going on. And that might just make you know I want to work hard and whatever. But, I mean, I had Serge Ibaka, Mark Gasol, Kawhi. My first right, year I had right. KD. Like, I, I knew I wasn't even close to that. So, right. it just made me want to work hard and or learn. And I think that's what's good about this year on our team is that you know, they see the Pascal, they see the OG, the Gary, and the guys under them are trying to learn from it, which is, you know, a really, really good thing. But I think it could be seen it totally different. Like, you could just be like, you know what? Like, my first year when I had KD and all them, um, I was like, they're never going to use me. So I was chilling yeah. more. And, you know, that got me waved. So Right. Yeah. I, I feel like you really had to get it, like, 
learn it the hard way, you know? Yeah, what I mean? yeah, like, no, I for sure definitely took like if you tell me about my career, I definitely had to go every way, like yeah. every step of the way, and I, you know, like even when things are not well, playing two days as a two way, all that stuff, like that's yeah. what I try to tell those guys, like McKees and all. I'm like, you guys might think that it's hard, but like. Imagine when it was in the G League and the D League and you were mm-hmm. doing all like it, it was just worse. I know I'm not one of the guys that went to the worst, but I know I've been through enough to right. talk nah, about I was it. I was just chatting earlier this week with uh, one of your former teammates, mm-hmm. uh, Mike Cabongo. He says he's yeah. your boy, right? Yeah, yeah. And he said you guys put nine on five together. And mm-hmm. I was asking him about you at that time. Yeah. And he was like, he was like, Chris was like 30 points a game, yeah. 15 rebounds, two was, blocks, two steals. I was thinking about getting out of there. Yeah, that's yeah, what I was, you know. To be that's honest what it takes, you. though. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I mean, that's what I said. I mean, I have my twin, my twin over here, so MG. Um, yeah. He, um, he, I told him that. I was like, if they send you to the G League, man, go over there, average 30 and 20, you'll be back, you know, because he's really athletic. I think he's really got a good job. MK, too. Yeah. I mean, I got two twins now, but. Yeah. Uh, rappers got a type, you know what I mean? Yeah, What's up, yeah. Bobby? All right, you just walking. What's up, Bobby? What up, man? <laughs> Is that Bobby's kid? Yeah. Oh, that's adorable. Um, okay, let's talk about this year then. So, what did you guys do differently this summer? Like group sessions, you know, like like what did you guys do to sort of fix it? Because you obviously, uh, you guys yeah. know, you guys should be a winning program, and you yeah. guys are a winning program. So, yeah. how did you guys fix it? Um, I mean, I think coach came, and um, that definitely made everybody you know more excited. You know, brought some pop a little bit. I think what he really did was. Um, you know, kind of tell us that we were only going to do it together, uh, making important to pass the ball, but also knowing that it's a learning, learning curve that we have in, breaking habits. And it's a lot easier to break habits as a team than one player at a time. So I think that's something that helps us. And not knowing that it's not only the rookies, you know, Scotty, me, Gary, we all had to do it, Pascal. So um, I think that really helped out and the patient that, he, that we have for it. I like that. Darko always talks about doing everything together. Everything yeah, yeah. together. Even with him and his coaching staff, they're always together, yeah, which yeah. is nice. Um, in terms of, because I know you guys get together in like Vegas, you guys get together in LA. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys got like a pre-training camp here in Toronto as well before going to Vancouver. Yeah. Um, we don't get to see a lot of that stuff. So I mm-hmm. want to ask you like, who is one player that like fans and media are sleeping on behind the scenes that they're killing behind the scenes, but we don't really know about it? Um... I mean, Malachi was not that bad. Jeff was not that bad, too. I mean, if you talk about, like, guys that you're like, okay, what they're doing a lot, you know, you see a change or they did good, I think these two was really good. Um, I mean, obviously, I think, you know, when it comes to the black team, whatever, they were good, too. But um, I was definitely happy to see, like, the growth of Malachi and Jeff. I think they, um, you know, especially coming off the bench, you know, you play with them a lot more. So I kind of were able to see it in first hand and, I think they really did a really good job changing the game and trying to, you know, accompany whatever coach wanted them to do. Yeah. Um, by the way, is it just me or is Malachi bulked up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been he, lifting. He's, he's, he's kind of decent. He's, uh, he's been lifting, definitely. I mean, I, w- I was in the gym with him, and, I mean, he said he's lifting the same thing as me, and he's like six foot. So, mm. okay. You know, you got to right. accept that. He's strong. Okay, I got yeah. you. Um, I think in terms of Darko and the staff, right, there's been so much talk about the new offense, new offense, new offense. And I just asked him out there, and he kind of agreed with this statement. Um, but I wanted to hear your thoughts on this too. Mm-hmm. It feels like this year he really wants to create a lot of the offense through movement rather than through the dribble. Yeah, um, I mean that is a good point. That um, it's, a, I mean, it's crazy that you're saying that today because we were just playing five on five without without dribbling the ball. What's that even look like? I mean, it's hard, but like to be honest with you, like if as the minute that we're gonna figure that one out, we're gonna be so much better because moving and all like. Without dribbling, it makes the ball the game so much harder. Mm. And what thing that he w- that made us realize that 
the more you hold it and make see the cuts or whatever, the better it is. And um, you know, the first time we did it, everybody's trying to move fast, whatever, because you know you can't dribble and yeah. it's like a mess. But as soon as you hold the ball and everybody's cutting and it seems to help a lot more. And I think he really makes us understand that we do it every day and then that helps us a lot. Well, I feel like it's, this really benefits you, right? Because you've always been a really good cutter. Yeah, it's yeah. not like they give you the ball and, let, and just clear up for you. No, you've I really always don't have had, plays. You always cut. Yeah, I mean, I always cut offensive rebound and all that. That's why it really helps me. Like, I've never been a player where you you call a play for me and be like, okay, you're going to come out a pin down or whatever. Yeah. So um, it definitely helps me out a lot with the cuts and all. But uh, I think the one thing that is going to make me a lot better here was uh, was defensively because the rotation and all that, they're a little bit easier, but like with the length that I have, it makes it a lot easier for me and right. guys like Jalen McDaniel, Pascal OG. So um, I think it's really going to help us out defensively. I mean, the offense is going to get there eventually. We got good scorers, but defensively, I think if they were talking about we're getting a lot of deflection last year and all that, I think we're going to be a lot better this year. Mm. Okay, I like that. Because yeah. you guys should be great. But like yeah. you guys literally have like, the like the tallest athletes out there pretty 100%. much every single night, right? Yeah. So you guys should be great defensively. Um all right, one last question about your game and then I want to do a little quick like true or false kind of thing to end. All yeah. right. Um for your game, what's one thing that you feel like you improved on last season and one thing that you want to keep getting better at this year? Uh the one thing that I got better I think is discipline. Just knowing like, you know, does you don't have to shoot every shot. Yeah. Um not kind of knowing what's next for a guy. You know, I'm, I mean I used to play the game and just be a raw over there. I think now that I mean, I, you know, more using the scout report, knowing what it is, um, right, left, kind of knowing, you know, how far I could be from a player without, you know, having to do a bad closeouts and stuff like that. I think that helps me out a lot. One thing that I want to get better again is still figuring out when to help, when not to help. I think that's something, as a shot blocker, you always feel like you're the help guy. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm getting better at it, but I think there's still, you know, ways to be better, especially playing with different guys. So, yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I, I know I definitely tweeted about you a lot less. Yeah, that's I mean, a, I've tried to, I've tried to, I've tried to do it a lot less too. I mean, obviously, I do it one or two times, but I think um, <laughs> no, 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 two no. to years. No, you, know, you, you genuinely have been a lot better. on yeah. that, honestly, thanks, like, thanks. It, a lot more solid. That's not yeah. me just saying that because you're you're in the room. I say that thanks. on the show all the time. Okay, last thing to to do: true or false yeah. on new season storylines? Because you know when the new season comes around, we mm-hmm. put on new headlines, and I want you inside to just tell me true or false on these things. Yeah. Okay. All right. Number one: Darko stops practice anytime you guys get stagnant. Yes, true. that's true. true. Okay, all right. Uh, Scotty is now six eleven and two forty plus. Six eleven, yes, two forty plus. Wait, he's Maybe. actually six eleven. What do you? Uh, he said that on the stream, but I don't. Is that true? Like, I mean, I, he's he's definitely like when I look at him, I look definitely to his eyes. So he might okay. be six eleven. Wow. Two forty is two forty is big. Like really LeBron big. level. Yeah. Um. Next one, Yak and the rest of the centers are going to get the ball every every touch False. In, in the post. False. No, not every time? Okay. No, Pascal, OG, everybody going to get it over there. All right. Uh, next one, Dennis is starting. Gary's going to be the sixth man. True for what I've seen right now, but who knows? Okay. All right. Um, Darko's going to play a 10-man rotation this year. Um, I'd say true, but I think that it might change with, you know, depending on who we're playing and who you need and injuries. All right, two more. Uh, Raptors going to win more than the 36 and a half Vegas win total. 100%. Yeah, that's disrespectful, man. 36 and a half, come on. Uh, And then last one, Chris Boucher going to do more episodes of Hustle Play this year on Yahoo Sports. Probably, yes, 100%. Yeah, got you. Who's the number one guest you want to get right now? Uh, Grady. Grady. Got yeah, you. Grady's got you. my guy. All right, Chris, appreciate you. You always uh, help us out on the show. No Best problem. of luck on the season.
And uh, yeah, we can't wait to see what it looks like. All right. Appreciate it, man.